Hello, everyone, and welcome to another action-packed episode of Double FM Sports. I'm Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm Jared Mizrak. And it's raining, people. Pretty hard. I mean, literally two minutes ago, it was coming down cats and dogs. So we're all stuck inside, and that's why we are coming to you. No, that's not why we're coming to you. We're coming to you because it's what we do. But um, anyway, we got pretty chill, stacked uh, lineup of stuff today. We're going to start out with news. Then um, we're going to try a little bit something new and do some rising star um, opinions. Then we're going to move on to roster outlooks like we've been doing. And then um, we'll finish out with our uh, our hot take segment. Yes. So, well, and I just want to clear up for a sec. Series. Due to the rain, the recording may be a little, like, a little weird. So we just apologize for that in advance just in case it happens. Yeah. All right. I actually got a good bit of news for us today from a bunch of different sports. Uh... A little over a week ago, La Liga in Spain, for those who don't know, has been given the green light to start back up, obviously without fans. But with that being said, I'm pretty sure that every single soccer league, besides the ones that have canceled their season, have set a date to return. Uh, the one I'm most happy about, and I feel like the two of you probably are too, June 17th, the English Premier League. A hundred days after being shut down, and announced that will be the day that they are aiming to return. Yes, so exciting. I'm, I'm very happy. Uh, another another bit of news in the uh, coronavirus comeback is that the NHL has announced they will scrap the season and have a 2014 playoff bracket, which works a little bit differently than a normal one with the four seeds making a first round bye. And then the other, what is it, eight teams in the division playing in? Yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah. <laughs> um, more news out of college. Uh, the NCAA will allow practices that are voluntary and voluntary only to resume the June 1st, which is definitely a good sign, I think, for all of us. I mean, the NCAA will at least be attempting to make comeback, just like the soccer leagues. Um. You got some. We got some good news and bad news out of Texas Tech. If you are a Texas Tech Red Raider fan for basketball, Texas Tech will be without star player Davide Moretti. Um, he was a big contributor last year. He's going to go play professional basketball in Italy. However, the good news, Ethan, I know you informed me of this a little bit ago, like two days ago. Mac McClung who is one of my personal favorite players in college basketball, has committed to Texas Tech, so out with some star power and with some star power, you know, you can think about it how you want. I think it's at least a fair trade-off, if not even better, because I think Mac McClung will at least bring some viewers to Texas Tech. It'll bring, like, he'll bring a little bit of, like, I don't know, like, I don't know if this is the right word, but, like, he'll bring a little more, like, athleticism if that makes sense. Yeah, he's definitely one of the most athletic, not only guards, but most athletic basketball players in the country, I think. Um, along with that, when it comes to basketball news, there are two big-name uh, big prospects. The first, Musa Cisse, 
He's a five-star prospect. He's going to reclassify to the 2020 class and obviously become a college freshman this coming season. It's said he will announce his decision soon. So be on the lookout for that. Another big-name prospect out of the class of 2021, Kennedy Chandler, five-star point guard, who is the number one point guard in the class of 2021, will be transferring to Sunrise Christian Academy. I guess he's probably just doing that for a little bit of playing to playing time. And, yeah, um, let, me, let me check the notes and make sure I'm not missing anything. I think there might be one or two. Um, oh, I, I know we discussed a little good bit of soccer last podcast, but um, Dortmund and Bayern played this past week. And... Uh, I was pretty happy as a Bayern fan. My boy Chris back in Germany is the one who made me a Bayern fan. So watching Kimmich chip it over Berkey for the 1-0 win, I know that made me happy. Well, Ethan, it made other people mad. So Yeah, Ethan, maybe not so much. And as the lone Schalk fan, I don't care because I hate both of your teams. Yeah, I was about to say, Todd, I'm not sure how you feel about that. Um... However, I just remember this. I don't have it on my note sheet, but big news out of Georgia football. Former Gatorade Athlete of the Year, J.T. Daniels, who is, I believe, going to be going into his junior year, has transferred from USC to Georgia. So they lose Jake Fromm. They bring in J.T. Daniels. Jamie Newman, who is the Wake Forest quarterback, also transferred to Georgia. So there should be some good good, – quarterback that's ju- that's just what the sec needs more good quarterbacks hey, football's fun to watch uh, i'll put that out there um i do have another quick thing that we forgot to mention um nba basketball has not set a time yet to resume actual play um but they have allowed teams to start doing um small practices uh, I know I was reading that um, Portland has uh, started one-on-one like between players and coaches in their gym, um, like rotating people in and out. So practice is resuming. Um, there are only like maybe 10 teams that haven't started practicing again. So they're, they're taking steps to keep moving. Um, the idea has been floated that uh, they might go down to Orlando um, and have the entire league play on a property owned by Disney down in Orlando, but it's really hard to say. Ideas are still being thrown out, so stay tuned for that. Well, I would just like to say, like, I think, from what I from what I know, like, if you're worried about this, a lot of players are actually are in support of, like, returning and playing and stuff, so if you were concerned yeah. that they're maybe being forced to do that, um, most of them actually are excited to do this. I mean, it's their livelihood. I mean, these are guys who grow up playing basketball. They love the sport. They, they really don't care about the money at all. I mean, there are some guys who don't make as much money that need, that want that money, but most of our top, most of the top stars in the NBA, they don't really care about the money anymore. It's all about the love of the game. So that kind of makes sense. I, I did forget there is one last piece of news, and this one leads into a pretty huge announcement. I know it's not the most popular, but this past Saturday in California, high school senior out of Highland High, Arizona, 
Leo Dashpak became the number, the, well, he's number nine. He's the 11th high schooler ever to break four minutes in the one mile. And uh, that's pretty impressive. But you know, it's even more impressive the fact that <laughs> this coming Thursday we will be filming with him and we'll have a podcast out for all of you to listen to with your newest member of the Sub 4 Club in high school running. Oh, that was, yeah. a, that was a great way. Well, do we want to do our other little special announcement now? Yeah, let's just put it all out there. All right, um, well. Along, along with Leo Doshbach, we also have one of Pennsylvania's top runners, Gwyneth Young, coming on for an interview, along with Michigan State basketball player Gabe Brown coming in for an interview sometime this next week. So we'll be, we got some nice videos with some amazing athletes coming for you guys soon. Yeah, well, and yeah. I yeah, and I just wanted to say like those videos are probably I don't know maybe the Leo and Gwyneth one might be out over the weekend, then the Gabe Brown one might be out like early in the week. So yeah, so it's a it's a big time. It's a good time to get excited for Double FM Sports. Uh, we encourage all of you to watch that um, to get the wide wor- wise words of wisdom. So yeah, well, we're we're very excited, and we hope you are too. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, just a little explain, disclaimer there. Um, the running ones, I'm going to be completely honest. Ethan and I know pretty much nothing about uh, running, so that's pretty much just going to be uh, JR running the point there uh, on those interviews. But Ethan and I will be back in full force uh, for the, the Gabe Brown interview. I might have a small cameo purely because I have to record, but... Yeah, I'm. I'm mainly gonna be. Me and Todd are mainly gonna be dormant on Thursday, but then Saturday when we interview Gabe Brown. We'll definitely be there. So you might not hear from me or Todd uh, Thursday for a couple of interviews, but we'll be back. So don't think yep. we left again. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's all the. Uh, that's all the inter- or not interview. All the news I have. Regard. Oh, actually, never mind. I just remembered. I forgot something. JR, I know we don't cover NASCAR that much, but there was one of the bigger races of the year, the Coke 600 in Charlotte. Obviously, they've been running a bunch of races throughout all three series because of what the time they missed, and they can't really run on snow. But so, Brad Keselowski, the number two car for Penske, he, he won the Coke 600. Congratulations to him and the crew. Just, you know. Big race there. I figure we should give it a little bit of coverage. Wait, hold up, hold up. Give me a second. I need to look at something here because. Well, why you look at that? I'll I'll lead into our next section, where we talk about rising sports. So basically, how it's going to work is, um, obviously with every league there comes the stars and then the obviously younger rising stars. So what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be essentially like I don't want to say comparing. We're going to be giving our opinions of like. Who the better? Who who do we think will become a bigger star? I don't know. Five, ten years from now, we'll say. Five. Five years from now, and yeah. So that's that. That's gonna be our next segment. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Jr. has a couple um opinion like or like I guess comparisons for us to make, but yeah. Todd, are you looking up your thing? Yeah, I am. Go ahead. 
Yeah. All right, well, Bolton's looking at this thing. I'll throw out the first one. These guys are probably going to be linked with each other for the rest of their career as long as they continue the way they are. Um, you may think I'm talking about two guys who are, rookie, who are in the rookie class right now and not. I'm actually talking about Trey Young and Luka Doncic, two amazing basketball players who were traded for each other on draft night, or, well, before the draft. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's, it's safe to say both teams benefited from it. Yeah, I think I think both teams definitely got their guy. Obviously, they're both blossoming into young stars. So, who do we think is going to be better in five years? Five years. Well, I... Are we talking in terms of stats or value to team? Just whatever you feel like makes them better. Like overall, I'm. It might be con. I'm gonna say Luca. I would agree with you on that. I mean, he is. 20, um. Hold on, right? hold on. Uh, I'm losing power right now. So. Well, nobody cares about you losing power, Ethan. Did I lose? No, my life Actually, is... Actually, we do. He's recording. But it's on his, it's on his iPad, so... Yeah, it, no, no, that doesn't affect anything, but, like... This is why we put the disclaimer about rain. Yeah, and thunderstorms. Yeah, hold on, let me just... Here, you... Jared, you give your opinion a while. I need to see the fix some stuff real quick. All right, well, I personally believe Luka Doncic is your, uh... Is your better, your better player. No, no hate to Trey Young. I do personally like the Hawks a good bit, but Doncic is, what, 20 years old? He's averaging 30 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. I mean, the guy is doing something that Russell Westbrook did in his prime in his first couple of years of his season or his career. That That's pretty impressive to me. Not that Trey Young's not putting up good stats, but, I mean, Doncic is just doing it all, and it's insanely impressive to watch him do it. All right, I'm yeah. back. Um, Did you have anything more to add, Ethan, or should I go? Well, who, wait, Jared, who'd you say? I said Doncic because he's averaging basically a triple-double in his, like, second year. Yeah. Yeah, I said Doncic, too. Yeah, I'm going to make it three simply because, I mean... A, the man can play pretty much any position you want him to. He's yeah. got a little bit of that Magic Johnson type appeal, um, being like a 6'9 point guard. And yes, he doesn't usually run the point, but you pretty much could. I mean, he has been known to play shooting guard, which isn't that far off from point. Um, and, I mean, yes, Trey Young is good, but I don't know. I feel like Doncic fits a little bit better into his scheme um especially when you have a guy like Christoph Porzingis um that would really the two of them kind of feed off of each other whereas I mean Trey is kind of in there on his own a little bit um especially when when John Collins is out so yeah I'm going Doncic alright Do we want to do another one, or do we just want to leave it there? Oh, dude, we got time. 
Yeah. I was going to think we do the other NBA one, but... Well, I mean, there are plenty. You guys can just list them out. Like I was going to say, I want to do the Zion, uh, John Morant one. Alright. I'll give my opinion first. Um, I'm... I'm going to say John Morant in five years will be better purely because I don't, I think John Morant's way more durable than Zion. I think Zion gets hurt in the next five years and his career's like. Todd, Todd how much you want to bet he's only saying that so he doesn't get called a Duke bandwagon Zion? As soon as you started talking, I knew you were going to say that. Well, let's be real here, Ethan. The fact that you're not pulling for your boy Zion, that's like. That's mind blowing to me, and I feel like I've been saying that for the Well, past here's the thing it's a lose lose for me because if I say Zion, you're gonna call, oh, you're a Duke bandwagon. And if I don't, I'm not pulling for him. Believe me, I'm pulling for him. I want him to be better than John Morant. I just don't think he will be. Well, I mean, I'm just saying the fact that I called, I said that Zion will not be playing at the level that he was in college, like. And y'all thought I was stupid for it. Now, Ethan, you're kind of using the same argument. No, I'm... Well, he only played like 10 games, so really we can't, I don't know, make an assessment, but... I mean, he's obviously a good player. I'm also going to go John Morant, not because of durability reasons, but I think they're both just so freakishly athletic. But I, I actually think John Morant has got Zion beat when it comes to athleticism. I feel like his height might hold him back a little bit, but I think I would rather have John Morant simply because of his athleticism. I think he passes the ball obviously a lot better. He doesn't rebound nearly as good, but I, I think does John Morant. Is John Morant a good shooter? He's decent. He's not like Steph Curry, but he's not like Ben Simmons. <laughs> well, I don't. Is anyone like Ben Simmons in shooting? Uh, that plays point guard. Man. Well, yeah. Paul, what are you thinking? I don't know. This one, Zion's durability is definitely a concern. I mean, we were even wondering if he was going to come back and play this season after his, um, his what, knee injury that he sustained early on. Yeah, something um, like that, yeah. I mean, I do like watching him um, and just watching how dominant of a presence he can be on the court. Um, but, I mean, like you guys have both been saying, John Morant can do the same kind of stuff in his own slightly different way. Um, I don't know. Jury's still out for me. I think, really, it's a question of durability at this point. Um, but... I don't know. I really, I, I can't make a decision. I think it, it's just too close to cool. Oh, I've got a good one that I was talking about before. I've got a good one, too. Oh. Well, I was going to say Saquon or Christian McCaffrey. McCaffrey. McCaffrey is a two-dimensional back, and although he's not nearly as strong as Saquon, and I hate saying that as I, you know, run to Penn State games and watch Saquon cheer for Saquon, McCaffrey is just so versatile, especially in the past game, that I don't think... I'm not saying it won't be close when it comes to rushing, but I think McCaffrey's receiving pushes him over the edge. Yeah, I think you're definitely right. I think just purely because of the passing or catching aspect that CMC has to his game, I think he'll be slightly better and five years or more valuable. But don't get me wrong, 
Saquon's still an amazing player. Like, he's going to maybe go down as one of the better running backs we've ever seen. But... Yeah. yeah. I mean, McCaffrey's a freak of nature, honestly. I mean, I've got two words for you. Bell cow. I mean, he, he's the do-it-all, run-every-down kind of running back. Workhorse. And, I mean, yes, he's a little bit on the smaller side, but at the same time, that doesn't stop him at all. Um... And I don't think he has the same durability issues that Saquon has. I mean, we saw Saquon go down with, what, I think it was a knee injury, right, uh, this past season? It might have um, been a high ankle sprain, wasn't it? I think it might have been a high ankle sprain, yeah. Um, point being, we saw him go down, and he really didn't seem the same for the back half of the season, you know? And we haven't... I mean, McCaffrey hasn't had an injury like that, at least at the pro level. He's been playing consistently at at or near MVP level. And, I mean, like JR was saying, he's a do-it-all kind of guy. So, I think McCaffrey. Oh, I just wanted to, like, real quick, I just wanted to go into a little bit of news. JR, I don't know if you want to talk about this. It's, it's about, like, UFC. Um, do you want to talk about Anderson Silva and Conor McGregor? Uh, what happened between Anderson Silva and Conor McGregor? Conor McGregor accepts Anderson Silva's challenge. Anderson Silva's gonna get killed. <laughs> I thought I thought you'd say that. Uh, yeah. That's not even me being a McGregor fan. I mean, obviously there is some bias, but yeah. Silva's washed up. He's one of the greatest fighters of all time, but not anymore. So. That's my little opinion on that. Well, does anyone else have any good ones, or do we want to go to break? I've got a lot of I've got two, but I'm going to let Todd get his. Why don't you go with at least one of yours, and I'll try and think of one, because I know there are ones. All right, go ahead, Jack. I've got one that's a little bit interesting. They might not be the hugest stars like McCaffrey and Saquon, but this one kind of interested me. I know they, they're both drafted... Shoot, was it last year or two years ago into the NFL? Both play the same position. Both have the same first names. I'm talking about the two amazing middle linebackers, Devin Bush and Devin White. Which of the two do you think will be the better guy come five years down the road? Um, Obviously, there's a little biased. Um, but I don't, it, that's a tough one. I'm not gonna lie; it's very tough. Um, so I said it. They're both very good. Maybe, I, that maybe Devin Bush, because maybe he's got a little more speed than Devin White. But I, I don't know about that. I've seen Devin White play, and I think they're about the same. I think they're about the same. I'm saying Devin Bush slightly, just me, maybe a hair faster. But I think they're I they're know. very similar in terms of how good they can be. So I, I don't even know if I can answer this. I'm gonna go and this is this is me being me. I think they're talent wise the exact same, but I think I'm gonna like Devin White a lot more than I am Devin Bush because of what Devin Bush did in college. So I knew you I was about to say this this has to do with anything related to Michigan. Dude, okay, it's not that it has anything to do with related to Michigan, but Devin Bush is famous for coming out to the middle of Spartan, the, the Spartans field and taking his cleats and ripping up the logo. 
Now, now, who's your? Who, don't you like the Michigan State Spartans? Well, of course. Well. Come on now. All right. Well, Todd, do you have an opinion on that one? I mean, I personally haven't watched either of them really to um to see. Oh, I have a good one, but like, I know. To make a good comparison, but like, I mean, it's one of those. I mean, Jr. already said that they're not necessarily the most high-profile guys. Um, don't get a whole lot of press either. But just looking at stats from last year, Bush had more tackles, White had more forced fumbles, but they're pretty much about the same. And frankly, I'm not sure I really care which one is better in five years. Um, yeah. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see, but... I have a really good one, but... Sure he does. No, I, I was going to say in five years, who do you think is going to be better, Kyler Murray or Baker Mayfield? Ethan, no question, Kyler Murray. Now, now is this your Cardinals bias? No, no question, Kyler Murray. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying Kyler Murray too, but... There is no question in my mind that Kyler, Kyler Murray... I love Baker Mayfield, and I know that probably seems really weird to you guys, but I do, in fact, love me some Baker Mayfield. I don't. But that ego of his is what's going to be his downfall. And I'm not saying he's a bad football player, because he's not. But the ego of his is what's going to bring him down in the next five years. And I'm not saying either of them have a Super Bowl, or either of them have an MVP, but I think Kyler Murray will be the better player in five years. Yeah. Todd, did you have one that you can just so rudely interrupted you from saying? I do have one. All right. And and here's what it is. Who's better in five years? Jabril Peppers or um, Derwin James coming off of his, like, season-ending injury from the past season? That's tough. I'm going to say Derwin James. I just think before his season injury, Derwin James was like a beast. Like the dude, he played really well. Um, I think he's one of the he could be one of the the best corner in the league in like five years. You realize he's a safety, right? Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm talking about, I'm saying about Denzel Ward. Um, still, Derwin James could be one of the best safeties in the league in five years. Um, I think he's already one of the best safeties in the league. I think. I think Derwin James is up there with Jamal Adams when you're talking about top safety in the league. Now, now obviously, obviously you have the injury question. Is he going to come back, you know, as good as he was? I hope he does. I don't have any reason to not hope he does. So I think I'd go Derwin James. I feel like, no offense to Jabril Peppers, the only reason he gets all the hype and publicity is because of how athletic he is. I mean... Not not hating, he is insanely athletic. He can play literally any position he wants, besides like the line. But I just think Derwin James has so much more talent and a huge upside. Yeah, I'm gonna go Derwin James here. Um, his injury does concern me, though. I mean, it'll be really. I think what defines this matchup is this next season. Um, because, I mean, Jabril, yeah, Jabril Peppers, um, 
for the past couple of years, like since he's been drafted, I feel like in the eyes of the public, it's been kind of a eh, safety, and that's not a, a, a nick on him. It's just he hasn't gotten some of the, the same press in regards to his play as someone like Derwin James, but Derwin James didn't even play last season. So we've only seen him as a rookie. We have no clue what he's going to be like as a third-year pro coming off of a serious injury. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, um, I do. Do it. Does anyone have any others, or do we want to go to break? Um. Todd, this one's probably only for you because Ethan, you don't know anything about NASCAR, and I know, like I said before, we don't really, we don't really talk about NASCAR. But I'm going to talk about two youngins from the same team, Shea Felly and Alex Bowman. Who do you think's better in five years? I know Elliot's got more wins right now, but Alex Bowman looked exceptionally well last night in the lead. Okay, this one for me. Oh, this is a tough one because I remember Bowman. When he wasn't racing for Rick Hendrick, when he, like, back in, like, 2015, where he was this young guy on a poorly funded team, and he wasn't great. And that has been sticking in my mind every time I think about him. So, like, I see him win a race or something, and that kind of, like, that pulls back and forth. But at the same time, I mean, I feel like I haven't seen a whole lot with Chase Elliott either. Um, I've seen him one last night. I mean, he did, but I've seen him come close so many times, but not get the job done. And really, he hasn't. I mean, he's been in the top series for the past, what, like four years or something? And he's only really been winning for the past year or so. Yeah. I don't know. I really don't know. I think I know my dad won't like this because he's a big Hendrick guy. But but well, actually, my dad might like this because he used to be a big Dale Jr. fan. So he probably cheering for the eighty-eight. I actually think Bowman is. I feel like although Bowman only has what two wins to his name and Chase has seven, I just think that I don't know. I feel like Bowman's gonna have it in five years when they're probably gonna be in their prime of their career. I, I don't know. It's just kind of like a gut feeling more than it is a I'm going off of stats because I think they're both really talented guys. Ethan, do you want to take a shot? No, I don't. I don't even want to. I don't, I just don't even want to go there. Right. I figured you didn't, but I was. I figured I'd at least give you the chance. Sorry, I would, but I. I just. I don't know enough to make a decision. Scott Speed. <laughs> yes, got my voice. Scott Speed. Nask. If you, if and then you guys remember like playing the NASCAR on Xbox 360, you'll know who Scott Speed is. Who hasn't driven a NASCAR Cup Series car in like ten years? But you'll yeah. you'll know who Scott. If you played Xbox 360 NASCAR, you know who Scott Speed is. I don't yeah. think that's entirely true. Me and Todd know who Scott Speed is. Well, I know who Scott Speed is, even though actually I don't know every NASCAR driver ever, but. So, do we want to take a break no. here? <laughs> do you want to take a break? All right, so we're going to take a break uh, and listen to a little uh, sponsorship from our good buddies at Anchor. So, check this out. Uh, 
thank you for listening to that um, little sponsorship from um, our people at Anchor. Uh, so now we're going to move on to roster outlooks for, I believe, the AFC East. Correct. So how do we want to break this down? Well, um, I guess we'll do the same thing. So how about this? I'll do the Patriots. Dang it. No, I'm doing the Patriots. Can I, get Todd, I, I need the Dolphins. Todd gets the Dolphins. Jr. You get the Bills, and we'll 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 round out with the um, the Jets. The lowly Jets. Can't even get to choose. <laughs> All right, how about this? Next next episode. Next time we do the roster outlook. Next episode, Jr. Can choose. But the Patriots are the only team I wanted to talk about. Oh, my thing's not loading, so I can't even look at that roster. I'll do the Patriots. No, no. <laughs> hold on. Okay. No, 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 we can't hold on. I can just do the Patriots right away. You might have to. Okay, I'll get into it. All right, yeah, do it. I'll do. I'll do the Bills. I'll try to work out my technical difficulties here. Yes. All right. So, Patriots, one of my favorite teams. Going oh wait, hold on. Excuse me, I got it back. We're good. Um. <laughs> Did I? No, I didn't. Wait. No, you didn't. I'm going. <laughs> okay. So, at quarterback, obviously, there is some confusion. Uh, Tom Brady leaving is pretty detrimental to the New England franchise. No, it's not. Hey, don't interrupt me. Okay, so, like I was saying, we got Jared Stidham. I know he's presumably going to be the starting quarterback. They have veteran Brian Hoyer there. He might be able to get the job done, or not get the job done, but get the starting job itself. I'm All right, I can sure. take it. I can take it from here. So moving on. Uh, Whoa, <laughs> Ethan, you're fired. You can't fire me. No, I'm joking. Go ahead, Jr. Uh, my thing right. just loaded now, so but just go ahead. All right, but Jared Stidham. Y'all are sleeping on Jared Stidham. Ethan, I'm not. You probably don't want to remind that you don't want to remind this, but Jared Stidham did have a pretty good college career at Auburn. That's debatable. Uh, at Auburn, it's debatable. He played. He played pretty well at Auburn. He he never beat Alabama. Okay, there's a lot of quarterbacks that never have beaten Alabama. Tom Brady never beat Alabama, did he? I don't think. He's the greatest of all time. I don't think they ever played Alabama and Michigan, but actually, no, I think they did like once in a bowl game, but. That was last year. No, but like a while ago, that was. I'll look into this. Continue. <laughs> all right, but Jared Stidham, I think after sitting behind the greatest player of all time in the NFL, has probably soaked up some knowledge. I think Jared Stidham comes out and surprises the country. And. I'm not saying he has an MVP caliber season, but I think he has a good enough season to surprise a bunch of people. Running back, it's the same as it's been for the past couple of years. You got Sonny Michelle, James White in the backfield. You even got Rex Burkhead back there. Pretty solid, you know. Um, wide receiver, I think wide receiver looks all right. Not great, not bad, just all right. But I know a lot of injuries and stuff kind of plagued the Patriots last year. Obviously, Julian Edelman's still there, going strong at 34. 
Uh, he, he, he should be able to make a pretty big impact. Uh, Nikhil Harry, a guy I was pretty high on out of college last season, got hurt. He's a huge target, 6'4". Uh, look, look for him now. Pretty good season. They signed Marquise Lee. Not great again, but he's a good wide receiver. The veteran Muhammad Sanu is still there from the trade last year. They got a solid wide receiving core. The offensive line. Wait, did you say Marquise Lee? Yeah. Oh, okay. Never mind. Why? I was wondering. I'm not going to start tight end because tight end is very confusing and probably the worst spot on offense for the Patriots. But. <laughs> The offensive line with guys like David Andrews, Joe Thune, Marcus Cannon, Isaiah Wynn, who's a young blossoming star out of Georgia, they got a pretty solid offensive line. So, I mean, Patriots offense, despite losing Tom Brady, I think will shock some people. Uh, the defense, again, they lost some pretty notable names. Kyle Van Noy from Dolphins is the one that I think of right off the top of my head. But they still, again, have a solid defense. Chase Winovich and Dietrich Weiss, both are very good young defensive ends. Um, they still got Deontay Hightower. They drafted very Patriot-like picks, I feel like, in Josh Uche and Anthony Simmons. Or Simons. I'm not 100% sure how you say it. It's, Anthony, Je- it's Anthony Jennings. I'm thinking of the basketball player. That's my bad. He's not Alabama, um, so that's why I know that. Yeah, okay. Mr. Alabama. But yeah, I think those are very Patriot-like picks, and they can turn those guys into solid linebackers to pair with Hightower. And then, obviously, the secondary is old, but, in my opinion, one of the better secondaries in the league. you got defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore. Obviously, you got Devin McCourty, a solid veteran, Patrick Chung. You got young guys like J.C. Jackson, play cornerback. I mean, they got a pretty solid secondary. And then they uh, had to get new place kickers for the drafts from Marshall. I don't know how it feels for that. That is for special teams. But solid team all around. A lot of people think they're tanking for Trevor Lawrence. I just see that, but at the same time, I want to be bold, and I say the Patriots finish 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. All right. Respectable. Um, moving on to the Buffalo the Buffalo Bills will be next. Uh, we're going in record order. Um, starting off at quarterback, obviously Josh Allen. Um, turning into one, maybe one of the younger the younger stars at quarterback. Um, obviously... Now he's had I I I mean I guess this is fair, but guys, he's had a couple of decent years, right? I'd say a little more than decent. I mean, he led the team to ten and six last year. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say he led the team to ten and six. I would say the team went to ten and six and took him along for the ride. I think their defense okay. led him to ten and six. He's the quarterback, so I feel like he gets credit even though it might not have been completely him. Yeah. All right, so Josh Allen, uh, going to be your quarterback. Um, Matt Barkley backing him up, and also Jake Fromm on the team. Um, yeah. Um, running back, obviously lost lost Frank Gore. Um, but Devin Singletary, uh, had a had a pretty decent year last year. Um, I mean, he had two touchdowns. Yeah. 
Ty Montgomery. Um, anyway, moving on, they also have TJ out in the backfield as well as like Taiwan Jones, but yeah, it's running back court solid. Um, wide receivers. Um, hey, Ethan, you missed you missed a pretty big rookie. Antonio Williams. No. Oh, Zach Moss. Zach Moss. Uh, I apologize. Out of Utah. Yeah, they also have Zach Moss there too. So. All right. Anyway, moving on to wide receivers. Obviously, the trade for Stefan Diggs um, makes him your number one. Uh, John Brown's there. You got Cole Beasley, um, Ray Ray McLeod, Andre Roberts. Pretty good wide receiving core. If I do Robert say. Robert Foster. Yeah, Robert Foster. Why do I recognize that name? Because he, he actually started doing decent last year, and then no, you're thinking of, you're thinking of Reuben Foster. You're right. No, but I think Robert Foster also had a decent. No, yeah, he had three catches for sixty-four yards. Never mind. I am thinking of Reuben Foster. <laughs> Anyways, tight ends. Um, personally, don't know what's going on in tight end land for the Bills at this point in time, but they got Dawson Knox and Tyler Croft. Take it as you will. Um, you got to look out for those guys, actually. Dawson Knox was actually starting to become a good tight end last year. Yeah, I was about to say the same thing. But that might be because I have this Madden card in my Madden mobile. But... <laughs> anyway, on O-line, you got Deion Dawkins, Quentin Spain, Mitch Morse, John Filishano, and Cody Ford. So O-line, again, I feel like we always say this, solid but not the best we've ever seen. However, the defense, um, what probably got them to the playoffs last year, they've got guys like Mario Addison, Vernon Butler. They drafted A.J. Epen... How do you say it? Epineza, Epineza um, out, of, out of Iowa. Quinton Jefferson, Star Lutelele. I don't know how you say that. Yeah. Tulele. Um, obviously, Ed Oliver. So, D-line actually is looking very solid for them. Um, linebackers, eh, they're okay. Tremaine Evans, A.J. Klein. What? I, I think they're more than okay. Yeah, I think they're more than okay as well. T Tremaine Evans, A.J. Klein, Tyler Matkovich, Matt Milano. You forgot Voshan Joseph, who's a pretty promising linebacker out of Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But where they really shine is their secondary. With guys like Micah Hyde, Josh Norman, Jordan Poyer, and Tredavious White, who arguably was the second best cornerback in the league behind Stephen Gilmore. But their secondary is very good. Maybe one of the best second maybe one of the best secondaries in, they're arguably one of the best secondaries in the league. 
Um, and then kicker, punter, you got punter, you got Corey Bojorquez. I don't know how you say that. Sorry, apologies for the pronunciation. Then you got Stephen Hauschka at kicker. So, Bills, uh, I say go ten and six again, and maybe win the AFC East. I got a question. Yeah. For whoever is the Bills owner slash manager, why is there three place kickers on the roster? <laughs> well, just wondering. <laughs> well, I we should maybe get we should maybe try to reach out to the Bills owner, get him on the podcast, and see if we can get an answer for that. Just to ask him that. Yeah, just for that question. I'll just text him. Yeah. Well, I guess. Hold up! Didn't the Jets finish higher than the Dolphins? Yeah. Did they actually? Hold up! Did... The Dolphins were five and eleven. The Jets were seven and nine. Oh. I know it's really hard to believe because Sam Darnold got so much hate for not playing well. He saw he saw no 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 he saw ghosts, guys, remember that. That was ludicrous. <laughs> so the three of us will do the Jets and then I'll finish this off with the Dolphins cuz I'm really high on them. I'll start off with quarterback. Um Sam Darnold obviously we've been talking about him. He's actually not uh, a bad quarterback. He's probably mid-tier in the league right now. Um and obviously, um, this I don't know if we talked about this, but Joe Flacco will now be on the Jets as their backup quarterback. So yes. that's very interesting. Um, yeah, quarterbacks, uh, they're, they're pretty solid right now. But I'm not saying he's going to make a splash in the NFL, but they did draft rookie James Morgan out of FAU or FIU. And if I do remember correctly, he did play pretty well at FIU. And they beat a Power 5 team this past year, I think. So, I'm not saying he's going to make a splash. Obviously, they have their young guy in Sam Darnold. But, I mean, maybe he'll come in if Sam Darnold starts seeing ghosts again. Um, who wants to do running back? I don't care. <laughs> JR, do uh, running back. I'll, I'll, I'll let Todd talk about my my. One of my favorite running backs of all time, simply because I have bias. Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, Todd, I'll let you have that one. All right, yeah. So, like they're both saying, you got Lev Bell, who, I don't know. I don't like him anymore. Well, we know why you don't like him, but um, I, I, I just don't know. It, it, last year was a down year. I don't really see him rebounding from that in a, a Jets scheme that was the way it was. Um, also, when you're splitting carries with the ageless wonder Frank Gore, um, I think that's also going to influence um, how well Lev Bell does. And they also drafted uh, the Michael P. Ryan out of, what, Florida? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, three decent running backs, but not sure really how well they're going to do. Yeah, uh, I'll take wide receiver. Obviously, the wide receiver spot, especially with the loss of Robbie Anderson, is very thin. So, uh, maybe when Sam Darnold says he's seeing ghosts again, that's because they don't have any wide receivers, but that might just be me. They got they got Denzel Mims in the draft. He's a solid wide receiver, a big guy out of Baylor, but he does have some questionable hands. We'll see where that goes. Uh, 
Rashad Perryman, I'm pretty sure he was a draft bust. Or, well, was considered one for the first half of his career. So that's a little worrying, I guess. Jamison Crowder, another wide receiver, never been great. Never. Well, been... he's just been hampered by injuries. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I see the name Braxton Berrios on here, and I know he's not that good at all, but I do really like his name. So I'm going to bring him up because I feel like it. Um, yeah. and just to throw this in there, um, because Heath always talks about this guy, they also have Quincy Anunwa, um, and also Josh Doxson, so. Wait, yeah, I don't see Quincy Anunwa anywhere. Yeah, I don't see him either, Ethan. What? No, what, no, he's on the team. I am looking this up now. I see him on the team, but he's not on ESPN's roster. He's on Yahoo Sports, so then again, Yahoo, I've, I've been... Um, Wikipedia says he's on, but our lads does not, so... Well, I'm looking at last year, Quincy and Nunwa had one reception for negative four yards. Because he's been injured. Yeah. Okay, but, like, that doesn't look great. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying that's an excuse. I'm just saying he's been injured and hasn't been playing... Pretty much at all. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, tight ends, um, looking at it, not not the best anyway. Chris Hurden and Ryan Griffin as your two main tight ends. Obviously, like we said, they could make a splash this year, but no one really knows. So. Who wants to do O-line? I don't care. I can do it. All right. Go for it. Alright, so the offensive line, just kind of like, okay, now it's a little better than the wide receiving core. I was going to compare them, but they're a bit better. They got guys like Connor McGovern from the Broncos. It was a solid guard. He's a center, never mind. Um, Obviously, they drafted Mekhi Becton with, like, was the 10th or 11th pick? 11, it was, yeah. um... 11. Yeah, it was yeah. 11. I think he's a solid guy. He's 364 pounds but do not let that you know don't don't let that be a question because he also is one of the fastest D linemen or O linemen um, at the combine so I think he's solid Shuma Edoga out of USC another solid young uh, tackle so they got a decent one or offensive line I forgot to mention Brian Winters. He's all right. So they they got a solid O line. Nothing special though. You also uh, forgot to mention George Fant, who came over from the Seahawks, who was used in a lot of their um, extra tackle schemes. So you you are right. I did forget him. He is on the list. <laughs> all right. Uh, D line. Kind of interesting here. Um. From what I'm seeing here, you've got Quinnen Williams. Um, a was he the first overall pick from last year's draft? He was top three at least. No, Kyler was first. That's right. I think he was three. Um, three. So Quinnen Williams at D end. You've got Steve McClendon at nose tackle. Henry Anderson also at D end, and. Oh, man, there are a ton of linebackers, but nobody on the line. 
Yeah, so that, that leads us into the linebackers. Um, C.J. Mosley, um, Jordan Jenkins, Terrell Basham, James Burgess. Uh, solid. Nah, it's it's C.J. Mosley. Blake Cashman did kind of play okay for being like a fifth-round pick or something like that, but... Uh, Todd, do we want to split up cornerback and safety for the two of us to do? Sure, and then we'll let Ethan take special teams. Sure, sounds good to me. All right, um, I'll do I'll do the corners if you want to hit the safeties. All right. Um, so uh, one of the corners is Pierre Desir, um, who came over from Indianapolis, uh, as well as Arthur. Mollet, Mollet, haven't heard of him. Yeah, not a whole lot of high-profile names there. Um, yeah, I wouldn't expect too, too much from this secondary, but... Yeah, uh, I pretty much... The only player that stands out to me is Jamal Adams. Now, obviously, I said this back in the, uh, the Rising Stars part. Jamal Adams, in my opinion, top two safety in the league, possibly number one. So that's a pretty huge name, but I really don't see anybody else when it comes to safety that you know, sticks out. Yeah. Marcus May, um, I've heard the name a little bit, but yeah. also Jamal Adams, um, there is buzz that he's going to get traded. That is true. Um, I have seen that, that he, he actually might want out. I don't think it's even that he wants out. I think they want him out. Um, so, Which I don't even know why you want like a 24-year-old guy out who's, like, arguably the best safety in the league. I don't know why you want to get rid of him, but... Could be money stuff. However, also, however it's the Jets, oh, so... It's the Jets, so... The, yep. Yeah, I, that's all I gotta say. It's the Jets. Yeah. I also noticed uh, Quincy Anunwa is listed as a reserve. Ah. All right. That makes sense. So, special teams, Sam Ficken and Braden Mann. Never heard of either of them. Um... Well, Sam Pickens filled in for Greg Zerline when he was injured like a year or two ago. Oh, that guy. Okay, I know him. He goes, that guy. Yeah, exactly. All right, well, Todd, it's time to cover your team that you've been wanting to cover. So, yep. the Miami uh, Dolphins. I'm going to go kind of speed round on the Dolphins because we're starting to run a little long here. But I am really high on this team. Um, I think they made a ton of smart decisions this offseason. Uh, so quarterback, right now, looking like Ryan Fitzpatrick, but really who knows because it could also be their first-round draft pick to a Tagovailoa out of Alabama. Um, you also have Josh Rosen on the roster, the uh, former first-round draft pick of the Arizona Cardinals. I think Josh Rosen uh-huh. gets a lot of slack. I think he actually is not, he's not that bad. He never has to play. Yeah. Um, running back, you've got Jordan Howard um, coming from Philadelphia, who I think could be a really interesting fit for this team, uh, as well as Matt Breda from the 49ers. Also, Kalen Ballage is coming back from last year. And um, that's pretty much it on the, the running back side. Um, going to wide receiver, a bunch of old Dolphin standbys, you know, Devontae Parker, 
uh, Albert Wilson, Preston Williams, uh, who had a pretty nice uh, season last year after signing as an undrafted uh, rookie free agent, and also uh, Alan Hearns, who I believe signed with them after coming from Dallas last year. Um, O-line, um, your your tackles are Jetsy Davis and Julian Davenport, but they did draft Austin Jackson um, in the first round. Uh, your guards, you got Eric Flowers and Michael Dieter, uh, and then your center is Ted Karras. So, not the best line, um, offensive line, but not terrible. Um, tight end, you've got Mike Jasicki, who well, was drafted two years ago out of Penn State, something like that. Um, and then, yeah, not a whole lot of notable names behind him. So, kind of weak at the tight end position, but who knows, maybe this will be Jasicki's uh, breakout year. Um, on the defensive side, you got Shaq Lawson, um, Devin Good. You know, I don't even know how to pronounce that last name. I'm sorry, man. But um, he's your nose tackle. And then Christian Wilkins, that's really your D-line. You also have Emmanuel Ogba, who signed um, from KC. Um, you also have Christian Wilkins. Yes. that's. Didn't I say Christian Wilkins? Yeah, I'm pretty sure you said Christian Oh, I thought you said someone else. Yeah. yeah, also Avery Moss. I remember seeing that name. Um but anyway, linebacker, uh, Vince Beagle, uh, Raekwon McMillan, Landon Roberts, and Kyle Van Noy. Um, and I think that's pretty much it. Linebacker, this um, this secondary I really like. You have probably one of the scariest cornerback duos in Xavier Howard and Byron Jones, who signed from Dallas. Um, at strong safety, you have Eric Rowe and free safety Bobby McCain. And they did draft uh, Noah Igbenogeni. Um, so it'll be Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me help here. It's Noah Igbenogeni. Yes, Ethan, you are correct. That is how you pronounce his name. Sorry. I was, Ig- ready, for, I was ready for Ethan to butcher his name as well. Yeah, <laughs> Noah Igbenogeni. Anyway, um... Your kicker is Jason Sanders, and your punter is Matt Hack with two A's. I think this team could potentially do well. Um, I mean, um, Flores was with the team last year. He's gotten to know these guys. I'm going to say, I'm going to say what I said when I first looked at the Dolphins' um, schedule. I'm going to go nine and seven. Oh, we didn't give a prediction for the Jets. I'm with, I'm, I'm, I'm there with you, Todd. The, the Dolphins. That's a scary team. I'm there with you, but we have to give a prediction for the Jets record. I'm gonna say six and ten. I'm saying zero and sixteen. Um, I don't I'm think. Saying, I'm saying four and twelve simply because of how how much. I mean, we've had I've had the Patriots at eight and eight. We've had the Bills at ten and six, and we have the Dolphins at nine and seven. Somebody has to lose those conference games. So I think six and ten is a little generous. I'd say somewhere between three and thirteen or four and twelve. I don't think it'll be. I don't think they're gonna go. I don't think they're gonna go without a win. I I don't know. I think it's possible. All right. Well, moving on to our final segment here, we're, we're gonna make this a little shorter because we're a little pressed for time. 
But we're going to do hot takes, which we always do like to do uh, to end our episodes. So, anyone got any hot takes? I say we do one per person. Yes, do it. I got mine, though. With the uh, recent news of the playoffs in the NHL being expanded, I know I made a hot take on the NHL last year. Or last year? Yeah, last week. But I have another one. And it's the fact that I think that the Vancouver Canucks, of all teams, will make a deep playoff run this season. And that's I feel like that's a pretty big hot take, especially because I don't think they would have even made the playoffs had it been a normal playoffs. They would have missed out on a tiebreaker or the wild card, I think, to the Predators. But yeah, I got, I got the Canucks making a deep run into the playoffs. All right. For me... I'm going to say that, I don't know, um, I'm going to go back to the NFL, um, and I'm going to say, this is a, this is an outlandish hot take, but I'm going to say the Arizona Cardinals make the Super Bowl. I'm not going to argue. I knew you wouldn't argue, because... I, w- I don't think it's that outlandish. I really don't either, though. I think the Cardinals have a really solid team this year. I think it's a hot take, but I don't think it's outlandish. Yeah. That is a super outlandish one, though. You did, yeah. Well, I thought it. Well, I thought you guys were going to say you're insane, so I was I was bracing myself. Ethan, believe me, if we think you're insane, we'll tell you you're insane. <laughs> um, I'm going to go similar route as Jr. This one is actually outlandish. I'm not sure I even believe this. But I am going to say that in the NHL playoffs, a 12 seed wins the Stanley Cup. So we're talking either the Chicago Blackhawks or the Canadians, yeah. Well, by the fact that the Pittsburgh Penguins play the Canadians, I'm sorry, Todd, but you got to be hoping for the Blackhawks. Hold up, hold up. Didn't, didn't this same Penguins team get swept last year by the Islanders? Yes, and I cannot argue on how that happened because I don't know and still am confused that day, but this Penguins team will win. I'm just putting that out there. That they're going to win. They're not going to win the Stanley Cup. You don't think the Penguins will win the Stanley Cup? No. no. <laughs> I think it might be the Golden Knights. No. Or the, or the Lightning. Unless they botch it like they did last year. No, the, the Lightning are going to bust like last year, but... Don't you mean like every year? Oh. That was kind of my point, but yeah. Alright, we got to end this. We're starting to, we're starting to roast teams. We're going to lose the fan base soon. Oh, please. Um, yeah. Interesting hot takes there. Um, yeah. Alright. I think that's pretty much all we have. Yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. Oh, no, no, wait, 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 wait a minute. I do uh, want to say something. Uh, of course. <laughs> no, I was just going to say in the next couple, like in the next two, maybe two weeks, there's going to be, um, I guess, more episodes than usual coming out, obviously, with all these interviews and stuff. So um, make sure. We'll space what? We'll space them. I mean, we're not going to be putting out three. Oh, yeah, yeah, we're not putting three in a day, but I'm just going to say you're going to see, like, a lot more. And we're, we're starting, like, 
we're I'm, I, like we said this before, but we're hoping this maybe starts a little more of a trend. Maybe we can get more interviews on because I, I'm not gonna lie, I'm starting to get bored of um no news. So, well, and sports are starting to come back too. So yeah, we'll have more news. So yeah, that's all I got. All right. Well, until next time, I'm Todd File. I'm Ethan Fager. And I'm J.R. Mizrak. And we are signing off.